0: So it's I the show where know. we take you inside the game before the game begins. This the it's, it's the, the
1: pregame. I didn't see anybody of note. Uh,
0: With your hosts, Bishop and Neely. So get ready because we pregame harder than the other show's party. It's the pregame.
1: So this is live on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs>
2: Uh, YouTube and Facebook. Cool. Hmm. But uh, I told him this, this is uh, the BCSN Pod
1: Zone. Your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here's the BCSN Sport Wrap. Dr. Cavill's inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Knights of the Round table. The Pre-Game Show. The Carlos Brown Show the ONG, Strike Zone and more in one place. We are changing the way you consume HBCU sports one broadcast
3: at a time.
2: Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do, Brian, A D, Roy, all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you got you guys do for us.
1: go back to you know we talked to our friends uh, charles bishop and neely they follow jackson state football and having dinner with them i mean they said this team feels like nobody can score three times on them three times he didn't say if it was three field goals three touchdowns prairie view has scored twice touchdown field goal that's how good this defense is and whoa they are as good as advertised fourth best in all
0: of fcs you got
2: to get to the point where whoever we're doing the
1: broadcast that week of the game, they're going to have to sit down with y'all. Because y'all know us better than everybody. Sure. And y'all know some of the inside stuff we do. that I may not tell them because I don't trust them. But sure. trust us. i
3: appreciate that we trust.
1: Appreciate we appreciate trust. That.
3: Coach. Much love, baby. Uh,
1: as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watts and Charles Bishop.
3: Course lecture dismissed.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world, and we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynch Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's, it's the, the pre With your host, Charles Bitchel! And Neely! So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's party. It's the pre-game!
2: <laughs> and welcome into the pregame show live edition. It's Bishop, Is Neely, and I tell you what, Neely, man, we have hit it, man. Fall camp, camp prime is here. We are officially 24 days, 20 hours, six minutes, and let me see, nine, eight, seven, six seconds to the Orange Blossom Classic, Jackson State versus Florida a man. I tell you what, a lot of exciting times right now around Jackson State football.
1: A lot of exciting times, Chuck, and you're right. We're 24 days away from the kickoff of the game, but uh, as I sit here in the WC and Vivian Gordon Lecture Theater, the main meeting room for the Jackson State Tigers, in this this expanded, renovated portion of the Walter Payton Complex, is really 21 days over here because we got to count when we leave, and we Mm -hmm. leave that that Thursday, September 1st, headed to Miami. And although there will be some practices in Florida. The game is 24 days away, but we're just 21 days uh, from leaving here headed to Miami. So, three weeks, Chuck, and we are on the road and, and back in a foreign territory. And the pregame show, the live editions for the pregame broadcast, and even some postgame stuff, you never know what we're going to bring you, but we're going to bring you something. It all is 21 days away.
2: All is 21 days. What an apropos number, 21 days, uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, getting ready for Jackson State and Florida AM. And, you know, a lot of fans have been asking, I'm gonna, we wanted to kind of bridge uh, from the last time our fan base really uh, saw this Jackson State football team, uh, which was in the spring, the spring football game, uh, through summer one, through summer two, through the first few days here of camp. But I can tell you from my end, especially seeing it up close, the work that the strength and conditioning coach has done with this football team, uh, these guys look different. Their body types have changed.
1: Yeah, Coach Prime, uh, he and I talked about this just the other day, and there's going to be an upcoming segment on the pregame show, so make sure you are subscribed with your notifications on uh, for the YouTube channel because that's going to start dropping soon in some segments. But he and I talked about how this year, 2022, uh, was his first true offseason. Remember, when he got here, uh, he was announced September 21st of 2020, Uh, officially started December 1st of 2020. And then we had that spring COVID season of 2021 and rolled right into his first fall season. Well, in between the spring season and the fall season, there was no true conditioning program or off season or winter spring ball. There was literally a football season. So we went undefeated in the SWAC in fall of 2021, won the SWAC championship, lost in the Celebration Bowl. But all of those accolades and accomplishments were done without an off-season program. This is his first year with 99% of this team being his uh, with having a winter conditioning program, spring ball game, spring conditioning program, summer one and summer two, and now fall camp. And that's why Chuck with the new strength and conditioning coach uh, who worked at Georgia, that being the national champions, Georgia, he's now here, mm-hmm. Jack, you can see the difference in these guys' bodies. Even you take receivers like, Kevin Coleman, who was a high recruit and announced his selection of Jackson State during a nationally televised bowl game, he's larger, he's faster, he's stronger. You can see the muscle that they put on. You see the speed uh, and the conditioning as far as uh, fatigue and that kind of thing diminishing. You see it in them. So hats off to Mo Sims and Coach Prime for bringing him on because it has made a world of difference, a difference that I think will not only will show up week one in FAMU, but we will also be there for the celebration bowl because this is a long season.
2: No doubt about it. Uh, new additions to the staff. You've had an opportunity. Uh, we both had an opportunity to sit down and, and talk with uh, our offensive, offensive coordinator, Brett uh, Bartolone. Uh, just talk a little bit about what he is bringing to this Jackson State football
1: team this upcoming season. Well, he calls it attack. Uh, there's a sign on his desk. that says, uh, you know, Dr. PhD in attacking uh, that they, <laughs> they push the ball and they forced the ball into the defense uh, and they don't just sit back and necessarily take what the defense is giving them. They force the hand. Uh, so you're going to see some running back play with via some screens and design runs. You're going to see tight ends involved, And, of course, you're going to see deep threats down the field with that receiver core. Uh, and and part of that all happening is this revamped, stronger, bigger, faster, leaner offensive line. Uh, Coach Prime told me just yesterday that he would not be surprised that when we get to week one in Miami that there's not a single starter on that offensive line from a year ago. A whole new unit, but more importantly, an entirely new unit behind them depth-wise. So look for the Tiger offense to be not only improved, but faster in scoring and moving the ball down the field.
2: No doubt about it, and you touched on it. Uh, You talked a little bit about the offensive line, of course, fan base. Uh, There there was some concern with regards to the offensive line last year in terms of protection, And, and you mentioned there have been Uh, new faces that have come in, Uh, those guys have come in, they've taken to instruction, have gotten to work, and they're they're putting it in big time over there on campus.
1: Yeah, none of these new guys are sitting back and saying, uh, okay, you were here before me, it's your position, I'll go second, I'll go third. Everybody that we have brought in is fighting to be on team one, to be on unit one, to be OL1, uh, to be RTLT1. These guys are not acquiescing and just sitting back and, playing kumbaya and getting along. They are fighting and they're hungry and they want those slots And You see it in the weight room. You see it on the field doing strength and conditioning. And now that we're in fall camp, whether we're in uh, helmets or shells, I mean, you just name it. You see them flying around and there's some dog in them and they want to be here and they want to fight. And they understand uh, that the way this offense works, it's a tempo offense. Uh, it's a, an offense designed to uh, to score often and to score with ease and to score fast. So the big guys got to be able to get down the field when that ball is set and spotted to get on to the next play. And that's also the importance of having depth because you can bring in entirely new units uh, as the game gets long and, and starts to wear down.
2: Early days of fall camp, one of the things that we have both definitely seen uh, uh, up front early competition, competition, competition in every position. Uh, and it's the normal theme of this Jackson state football
1: team. And it's not just with the players. Uh, You see it amongst amongst the coaches. Every day at practice, Dennis Thurman is doing everything he can to frustrate and stop uh, Coach Brett Bartolone. And you see it the same thing with Coach Marcus, and he's doing everything with his offensive line to frustrate Jeff Weeks who coaches the D-line. And the beauty of it is not only does iron sharpen iron, they bring the best out of each other, they sit down after practice in coaches' meetings and share notes and let the other side know how I got the best of you. Here's how I did it. So you can now go back to your unit and work on it. Uh, Because frankly, when you look at this team position by position, unit by unit, we've gotten better across the board. Uh, So in many cases, if you're an offensive lineman, you're facing the best defensive line in the swag. If you're a receiver, you're practicing against the best corners in the swag and vice versa. So we're all getting better off each other. Uh, And so there's a spirited competition out there, but there's also just. A little extra knowledge and comfort that, you know, if, if I'm Shane Hooks, one of the longer, more dominant receivers in the swag, I'm practicing every day against Travis Hunter. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm really, I'm really seeing the top of what I'm going to see, you know, during the season. And you can just go position by position. You take uh, one of our offensive linemen, they're going uh, against one of our defensive linemen, you know, game day is going to be pretty easy. And and, uh, and that's not to take anything away from our competition around the swag. That's just to let you know the dominant kind of skill set that we brought in here. And that's not foreign to our coach. I mean, you look at our head coach, Deion Sanders. Every day when he was with the Falcons, you know, he's going up against Andre Rising. Yeah. Uh, when he goes to the 49ers, he's going up against Jerry Rice. When he goes to the Cowboys, he's going up against Michael Irvin. He understands that you take up the intensity of practice. You make practice hard so that the game is easy.
2: No doubt about it. Uh, you touched on it. Uh, defense on the defensive side of the ball, the rock that is Dennis Thurman. Uh, James Houston has gone on to a pro career. Antoine Owens has gone on to a pro career. A lot of our Jackson State fan base, they got a lot of great questions. I get them constantly. What about the defense? What about this defensive line? You know, it's the proverbial, what are we going to do? That sort of thing. But. What have you seen thus far, especially on this defensive side? I
1: will tell them to go uh, to their Netflix account or go to Hulu and watch one of my favorite movies called Moneyball. And you will learn that you don't replace Jason Giambi, you replace his numbers. Mm-hmm. Because players that you cannot replace. You cannot replace a James Houston. But when you look at James Houston getting three or four sacks a game, that's three or four sacks a game. When you bring in four new guys that can get four sacks a game, that's 16 sacks a game. So you have what's called addition via subtraction. Yes, we lost James Houston. Yes, we lost Antoine Horns, But these guys who are coming in behind them and guys who have still been here, I mean, have you seen the body and new speed of Niles Gaddy? Uh, I mean, he is looking in phenomenal shape. And you look at uh, Julius Juice Reynolds who came in from Fresno State. If you get those guys playing at a high level on opposite sides of defensive end, There's not an old line in the SWAC that can contain them, and there's not a quarterback that's going to be able to get the ball off in time before one of them gets there. Uh, So I think our defense, whereas we have lost some key players who made an impact in that SWAC championship run last year, uh, I really think our defense, particularly defensive line, I think we are stronger and we have more depth and we have more talent than we had a year ago.
2: You're saying –
1: Last year's team that was
2: 11 or 2 when undefeated in the SWAC, you're saying this could be a better team going into this season?
1: I, I I tell you this, Chuck, you know, we're gonna know more uh when we put on the pads. Sure. And then we're gonna know more when we actually get to a game day. But I am I am unequivocally without hesitation, shadow of doubt, and under no forms of duress or pressure. You know, Coach Prime is not off camera with a gun to my head. I am telling you <laughs> that this team Position by position, unit by unit, it is a faster, stronger, more dominant team than the team that we won the SWAC with and went undefeated. I will acknowledge that our competition has made some improvements as well. No doubt about it. At best, they caught up to where we were. We are not where we were. We are way ahead of where we were. In strength and conditioning alone, in additions that we've made to offensive line and to defensive line, the receiver room has 15 guys in it, all of them chomping at the bit to compete and bringing out the best of each other. Chuck, I have no hesitation about it. We're a better team. We got to put that on the field. It's hard to go undefeated. You know, yes. that is a hard task. But, but Coach yeah. Prime has said not only does he believe we he, we can do it, he's not about just going undefeated. He wants to dominate every game. You know, sure. we got out of Miami last year, Orange Blossom Classic, 7-6. He doesn't want a 7-6 victory this year. He knows that for these guys to go to the NFL, uh, you know, for Aubrey Miller to get drafted uh, in next spring's draft, he has to be a dominant player. So we have to put him in positions to dominate. He has to do the work to dominate. He just can't be the Aubrey Miller they were. Same thing uh, with our offensive line or even our quarterback play, our receiver play. We are looking to dominate, and these guys have put installs in place and they have put a strength and conditioning program in place that puts them on the path to get that dominant goal. Uh, That's awesome to hear. Uh,
2: We've talked a little bit about offense, talked a little bit about the defense. One of the emerging storylines from Jackson State football in 2021, the special teams, the special teams became dominant. Uh, And, you know, we always talk about uh, uh, momentum plays. Uh, Zay Bolden, I I tell you what, he is one of the more – Dominant players in all of FCS football with regards to when the ball hits his hands, people sit on the edge of their seats. Special teams is huge, gonna be huge for the Jackson state football team up this upcoming season.
1: Chuck, did you see the spring game? And I know you did because we were standing by each other. Did you see Kevin Coleman? I did see Kevin Coleman. Kevin yes, Coleman did was in the of house as well. So here's what I asked the SWAC uh, opponents around this conference. When you're kicking off or punting or whatever the case may be, and Zay Bolden and Kevin Coleman are back there together, who are you going to kick to? Uh, you're going to kick it out of bounds and just give us a short field. Like, you know, we're going to take it to the house or across the 50, or we're starting at the 35. Choice is yours. Like, we have a dominant uh, secondary in our return game and the way our guys get upfield uh, and protect. Uh, but we also got to acknowledge some addition to the kicking game, uh, our punting and kickoff and even field goals we're going to be able to manage field position better because now you know, we're, we're not going to be so gun-shy about going for a 35-yard field goal if that comes into play. Now we're going to be kicking the ball out the back of the end zone uh, when we kick off after a score. So our opponent's going to have to drive the ball 80 yards to score on those. There's a lot of nuances to Coach Allen Ricard's uh, special team unit. Uh, those guys are working uh, on those Fridays when it's time or some Saturdays when it's time to go to the stadium and run those steps, stadiums as the team calls it. The specialists are there too, <laughs> you know. You know, yeah. we, we, used to have, we used to have a black punter. Dun, 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 dun. Now we have <laughs> inside joke. Now we have a black snapper, and he he is built like a, <laughs> he is running the stadium steps. This team, I will say it again to Tiger Nation: player to position to position, unit to unit. This team is built to be better and be more dominant than we were last year. And we were a team that went undefeated in conference won the Slack championship. That is the goal again this year, but to do so in a more dominant fashion, we are one week into fall camp with about three weeks to go. Uh, And everything uh, coach prime said it just today in team meetings in this very room, I like where we are. We're not where we get to, but I like where we are.
2: Uh, You know, the, the title of this uh, uh, live here, uh, pregame show live is camps operation. Camp observations and notes, and you know my time around the
1: team this past weekend. Uh, my observations. You were here. You were, you were here more than a weekend, Chuck. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's, I don't know. True. I don't know what you told, told Wendy or whoever else, but you, you maybe you lied to your mama or something. Didn't tell her you was a towel, but you, you're not gonna get on this live and say you're here for a weekend. You you was here a good damn week now. So I think I think you got a lot of notes on your own. So you get I do. I dropped you a weekend. No. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you Hey, chick for a in Houston that he was supposed to be at work at, I, he was here. He, he wasn't <laughs> sick. He was here. Hey, hey,
2: hey. Boss, he was here. Boss, I see him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my observations, uh, I mean, these guys, they were really uh, paying attention to detail, walking around with notebooks, uh, really in tune in film session. I mentioned the body types have changed uh, over the summer. Uh, just looking at them and the, the way that they've attacked the weight room. But, you know, what are some mental notes and observations that you've made along the
1: way? I think you hit the first one, which is which is key. Uh, the classroom aspect of this, that, that these guys uh, are being coached by coaches who not only knows what it's supposed to look like, they know how to get you there. You go to that the running back area, uh, and Coach Flea is, is deep in teaching the why. You go into T.C. Taylor's uh, receiver room. He's deep in teaching the, the how, when, and the why. You go into Coach Brett's quarterback room. Uh, it is a classroom. I mean, there are desks in there. You know, there, are, there are smart boards. Uh, bring your pen and your paper. Everybody has to show up to meetings with, with something to write on. I think that uh, because school has yet to start, uh, you know, classrooms, uh, school for Jackson State, but there is much learning going on in fall camp uh, for the student athletes that are here. So I think that's one of the takeaways, uh, Chuck. I've noticed that we haven't mentioned, and we talked about strength and conditioning, talked about the installs from the spring that are carrying over, uh, and mechanics and the shapes, and you know, and the heat out there on that field. But what's taking place in this Walter Payton Complex is that learning of the game. Why the situations? Because there's all these position coaches that said they want someone to be a leader and extension out on the field to be able to make calls and adjustments and understand why we flip to this coverage or why we flip back to this bracket if we're on defense in the secondary, understanding the why. So you sit in and uh, Coach Mathis, our DB coach, he is big on not only teaching these people their body mechanics and how yeah. to break the ball at the right angles, but what to look for mm-hmm. or the giveaways or the receiver, or the giveaways or the quarterback to make you a better defender. So I think, man, this, at this one-week juncture into fall camp, I'm going to take away the classroom aspect of it uh, as a big check mark in the plus column for what's taking place.
2: No doubt about it. Uh, when we take a look at it, the pads come on, and we get uh, even more of a look-see at what this 2022 uh, Jackson State football team will look like. Uh, scrimmage coming up pretty soon here. And uh, you get more data points, if you will, in terms of how this team is looking to peak going into the Florida A&M
1: game, going to Boston Classic. Yeah, and I'm going to go out on the limb and uh, let our audience know that's watching the pregame show live uh, with Bishop and Neely that there will be uh, an open scrimmage of sorts this weekend and to be here on campus around 1 p.m. So you may be getting some announcements or feedbacks from the coaching staff or Coach Prime himself in that regard in the next 48 hours. But if you're in the Jackson area, you know, around 1 p.m., you know, probably going to be an open practice that you can check out.
2: There you go well. I tell you what, man, and I wanted to make sure I mentioned this. Uh, get those tickets, you can go, uh, get tickets right now. Uh, Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium box office, they are open from Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, you can call via phone 601 354 6021 or 601 979 2420. Of course, you can email uh, JSU Ticket Office at JSU Ticket Office. At JSUMS.EDU, or of course you can go to Ticketmaster. Uh, they put this statement out back in the spring. I want to reiterate it today, Neely. Uh, Florida and M Orange Blossom Classic. Where are you, blue? It's a blue out for our Tiger fan base. Uh, Tennessee State, the Southern. Heritage they going to get
1: blue out. Hey, Chuck. Hold on one. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on one second. I'm not. I got sure. you. <laughs> We're in this new building. And when you don't move around a lot, the lights automatically go off. So I around, still, right? I, I'm still here. Let me go to the panel and uh, get up and move a second so the lights can come back on. We, we, For all the haters out there, we paid our bill, AD, for family.
2: No doubt about it. Uh, as we get the, the, the auditorium club look over there with Neely, uh, of course, Jackson State over there, the new digs over there in the new uh, locker room facilities. But I wanted to mention Uh, Tennessee State Southern Heritage Classic, that is will be a whiteout September 10th. September 17th, we come home. It is a redout, W.C. Gordon Classic Community Day, Alumni Friends and Family Day. That's 1 p.m. kickoff. September 24th, take on the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. Greek night, first responders night, and that is also a blue out for our Tiger fan base. We get on the road October 8th, taking on Alabama State. That, of course, we're wearing our road whites. That game, at a 2 p.m. kickoff. Uh, we go to Bethune-Cookman. That also will be a whiteout. Road Whites. That's a thing. Keep that in mind. And then homecoming. We take on the Campbell Camels, one of the uh, teams that is expected to do something in the Big South this upcoming season. That is a blue out. That is a homecoming game. The Southern Jaguars come into Jackson October 29th. That is senior night, breast cancer awareness. That is a pink out. We hit the road. Texas Southern, November 5th. That will be a whiteout, rope Whites, for our Tiger fan base. Alabama a Gulf Coast Challenge will be down in, in, in Mobile, I should say. That will be a blueout, 4 p.m. game. And then November 19th, we got all-corn whiteout. Who we got there? Is that Big Shane?
1: That is uh, Shane Hooks. Shane Hooks, you're on the pregame show live. So not only you number five, you're live. But since you walked into the team meeting room, hey, what do we got for Dylan? You all right, Tim? I'm going to give you one. You got this to go, for- <laughs> No, we got. I I got to eat you. Up. Uh, <laughs> so Shane Hooks, just walk. I was just talking about you a second ago, mm-hmm. talking about how uh, you are one of the more dominant receivers in the SWAC, but you are practicing against one of the most dominant defensive back units in the SWAC, and how that makes you better and better prepared for game day. If you could tell us, I know we're putting you on the spot. What have been some of your takeaways this first week back for fall camp? What are you What are you seeing out there?
3: Um, honestly, it just the defense is throwing a lot at us, and we just got to come ready to work every day. Every day is a continuous grind, and we got to, like Coach Prime said, iron sharpens iron, so we're going against the best of the best every day.
2: You know, Shane, I got an opportunity to sit in uh, with you guys in meetings with Coach T.C. Taylor. Uh, you guys are paying very good attention to detail, taking uh, notes, uh, but just talk about the process of, of learning uh, what it is that Coach Taylor wants you guys to do out
3: there on the future. Coach TC is, uh, honestly, probably one of the best coaches I've, uh, probably one of the best receiver coaches i ever had in my college career. So, um, when he speaks to us, he speaks in volume. So when he's talking to us, everything, like it means something, you know, and he's just not there just, uh, just coach us. He's actually there coaching us and preaching us the game because he done, he did it before, you know, he's been to where we want to get to. So it's. Basically, he's just teaching us paying attention to detail. The little things matter if you're trying to go to the next level, and that's just how he coaches. And
2: block downfield. That was one of my notes that I wrote from uh,
3: from in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, Shane, no. we appreciate it. I know you got your dinner there. Yes, sir. All right, we'll catch you. That was Shane Hooks, number five in your program, number one in your hearts, like, old saying, oh,
3: saying,
1: goes. There uh, you go. He looks to make some noise in the swag, man. Shane is long, and any 50-50 ball that that QB1 puts up is normally he is out here on his practice field. So looking forward to that. One thing that's going to happen, y'all, over the course of this season, particularly over the course of this uh, preseason fall camp, if you will, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, live shows post-practice here from the facility. Uh, Chuck from our Houston studio when he's away, uh, and we'll be together when he's here. So we'll be having impromptu interviews like that with coaches and, and players as well. Uh, But we do want to make sure you guys are still checking in on the YouTube page, uh, the Instagram page. And we've added TikTok since we were the last time we we were with you guys. Each one of those platforms has different content. Uh, So if if you're down with YouTube, that's fine. But I'm telling you, you're missing something if you're not on Instagram. If you're down with Instagram and not on the TikTok, YouTube, you're missing something because they all get different types uh, of information uh, pushed to them, uh, Chuck. When you went through that schedule, man, one thing stuck out with me uh, was homecoming. I mean, because is homecoming, uh, mm-hmm. and I think people may laugh or when they hear Campbell Camels or something like that. But you know, I don't want to look down the schedule because everything we're doing right now, make no mistake about it, it is for Famu Week it One. For Famu, yeah. it ain't for Graham. We're getting ready for Famu Week One, and we'll deal with those other games case by case. But I would challenge our fans out there hey, and do your homework on Campbell. Very like that, so. that's that's not a slouch program. If we had uh, what do they call those games? man? a trap game? Yeah. If we had a trap game on the schedule, it's homecoming in Campbell. <laughs> you yeah. know uh, that that is a quality program. We didn't just roll out there and, and you know resign Edward Waters or something. <laughs> that, that is that is a program that brings it. Uh, they have been on the map as far as benchmarks and recruiting. Uh, and in the conference area now, so homecoming is a ways away, but don't look down and say, man, I ain't never heard no Campbell. I ain't worried about them. Yeah. Lee Corso would say, not so fast.
2: Not so fast, my friend. Great program under the uh, tutelage of Mike Benton, former NFL player with the Carolina Panthers, and as you mentioned, they have, one of the top recruiting classes in the nation uh, to come to Campbell. So that is going to be a game uh, that you definitely want to circle. And like you said, Neely, we're not going to look past anybody. All the preparation is for Florida A&M University. We'll take each game on a case-by-case basis, but that's not a slash program. Make sure you circle it. Uh, and for homecoming, uh, we want to see our Jackson State fan base on Moss back
1: uh, in Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. you know, we have, Uh, On schedule, five home games. That's the four regular season home games and five being a championship. Uh, Yes, I've claimed it, that we will be back in it and hosting here in Jackson. Uh, But don't sleep on those four opportunities for home games. And I think, uh, Chuck, you mentioned earlier that these season tickets are on sale. Also, individual game tickets are on sale. So if you don't have an appetite uh, for a season ticket package, uh, you can log on right now and get those four home games uh, you know, scarcity breeds demand, Chuck. And when you look at having just four at home games at home and each of them are back to back, you know, we got Grambling in Valley and then you got Campbell in Southern uh, after we come off the road. Uh, it's it's going to be 50,000 plus at, at those games. So you, you, you want to get here You want to get here early. Uh, you want to go ahead and grab those tickets uh, and support this program.
2: No doubt about it. Well, I'll tell you what, no better place to put a pin in it uh, than right here, Neely. Uh, You mentioned the social media platforms. Visit all of our social media platforms, whether we're YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. Uh, Like you said, different content on each of those platforms i tell you what, uh, no other uh, entity has the access that we do to Jackson State football. Uh, Neil, I always take my hats off to you, Mr. Boots on the ground, brother. Uh, you get it done day in, day out with this Jackson State football team.
1: Hey, man, team effort on the pregame show. You know, when we're both here, we're both here. When one of us here, we're still both here. And uh, What we're going to do, we're going to be bringing these camp updates to you weekly, live on Wednesday, maybe Thursday. But for right now, we're going to see you on Wednesdays. Who knows, hell, it might be Fridays. But we're going to bring them to you. Weekly, And I think what we'll do, Chuck, if when I'm here at the facility, we'll show a different room each time. Right now we are in uh, the theater room. This is where the, the team meets on Moss. Is that what you call it, Chuck? And it is the WC and Vivian Gordon named after uh, our late great coach, hall of fame coach WC Gordon and his wife lecture theater. Uh, This is where uh, uh, coach prime's full staff meetings take place in teams uh, the new game room is in, man, pool table, ping pong table, uh, two video game consoles with Pac-Man, Frogger, and Don- all the Donkey Kongs that ever came out. Uh, and a new barber shop is going in as well, and there's a juice bar. Uh, and I forget the name of the company, but I will mention them next week to sponsoring that with the Nutritional Stacks with sh- Strength and condition. And then we'll maybe do it live from the locker room uh, one week so you guys can get a glimpse uh, of the locker room. But for, they- for today, this show was coming from the lecture theater. We call it the team meeting room. Uh, And you can see those hundred beautiful blue with the logo, the block JSU on them. Uh, It's a wonderful facility. Chuck took some time to get in. it, as everyone may recall, coach prime dug deep in his pocket a couple of times and dug deeper the next couple of times to get this over the hump. Uh, Still some screws to be tightening. You know, when you move in somewhere, you notice some things like, Hey, that's not supposed to be there. So still working through some of those mechanics, but uh, I think the players are in love with the building. Uh, I think it has been a recharge for them when you see uh, the way they get to relax and unwind in that gaming area uh, and camaraderie and team building that is building instead of them being spread all over campus, they get to hang out in a football facility in a safe and secure space and hang out together. So uh, it's wonderful, Chuck. And we're going to be coming, coming live from here weekly with updates. Uh, We're going to keep doing this thing all the way until week one in FAMU. And then, you know, we do it every week when the season starts. Yes, indeed. I tell you what,
2: looking forward to it. I know our Jackson State fan base is looking forward to it. And we want to thank all of our subscribers uh, who have tuned in to the pregame show and have shown us so much love. We can't thank you enough for the support that you've given uh, Bishop and Neil with regards to the pregame show and Jackson State Athletics.
1: Very appreciative. And I want to thank the haters as well. I, you know, unlike <laughs> nothing nothing like those, you know, there's nothing like a fan. But, Chuck, you know, when I would go to a road game, the booze get me more pumped up than the cheers, do. I love silencing the crowd. So, y'all keep that good old delicious hate coming because Neely loves to eat it.
2: (laughs) No doubt about it. And as always, in an ode to our former players and former coaches, hey, I tell you what, we got a team, by golly. We going to fight, by golly. We going to win, by golly. Until next time, you're on the pregame show. It's Neely. It's Bishop. We'll see you on the other side.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world, and we are now live from the corner of Dalton and List Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's, it's the, the pre-game. pregame with your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's part. It's the Pregame.